Hi Tailoring Talkers. So first off I want to apologise because I know there has been a massive gap between publishing the last episode and this solo episode today. I'm really really sorry. Um, There's just been a lot going on Um, and also you'll have noticed I've been dropping in you know, kind of little hints about burnout, being unbalanced and all that sort of stuff in recent episodes. And it all basically just came to a head this summer. You can guess what I'm going to be talking about today. Um, But also just want to kind of share some thoughts with you about how I want to deal with the podcast going forward. Those of you who are subscribed and listen regularly, and thank you so, so much. Um, I really, really appreciate you. Um, And I have been getting messages to ask where I disappeared, why there have been no new episodes. We are going to get back to a regular publishing schedule. There is loads and loads and loads of content in the bank. But I want to mix things up a little bit because the title of the show is Tailoring Talk. And the original intention when I started the podcast was to talk about menswear and give advice and tips on fashion and style and so on. And those of you who follow me on Instagram will have seen me doing that through my uh, Instagram reels where I answer uh, fashion and style questions that people ask through 60 seconds or less videos. And I want to kind of start doing a sort of form of that with the podcast as well. I was talking to Wade Galt the other day, who some of you will remember from a past episode, the three-day weekend entrepreneur if you haven't already checked out his podcast go do that now and uh, Wade got really really excited when I mentioned that I had the idea just to sprinkle very liberally some very short five to ten minute episodes just on style tips and you know kind of fashion questions talking about things that are quite topical when there are you know kind of big events that are happening from a style point of view and also we we were kind of talking about this idea about you know sort of doing a little mini kind of every few days diary of a tailor um, because I do end up in some shall we say interesting situations throughout my weeks I won't want to be mentioning names and that sort of thing but it would be nice to share some of those stories so let me know you know where to write into you can dm me uh, on instagram or you can email tailoringtalkpodcast at gmail.com let me know if that's uh, the sort of thing that you'd like to hear if that sounds kind of quite interesting wade was like literally flipped his lid Um, and uh, we're so excited so we'll give that a go I also want to just kind of change up how we introduce the episodes and so on and I I, want to kind of just freshen that all up a bit and you know sometimes I think especially with the Diary of a Taylor episodes maybe not even really do much of an intro and stuff I don't even know why I'm telling you guys and girls this but anyway there we go so on to what I want to talk about today which is a subject that's becoming deeply personal for multiple reasons and also I've been seeing it in clients who've been visiting me at the workroom. Um, They come in and, you know, we have a measure up and we go through what they need for the season and I'm showing them fabrics and they're sitting there in the comfy chair at the workroom and I have seen clients literally their eyes just closing in front of me, like falling asleep. You know, I say to them, God, look, you look really, really exhausted. Are you okay? And, and, you know, they're all saying the same thing. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I kind of feel disinterested with everything. Um, I need a break. Um, 
And these are signs of burnout. It's been a tough few years and I, I'm going beyond the pandemic with that. Because even if you think back to around 2016, here in the UK at least, with the referendum for Brexit and so on, that was a really uncertain time. And it was quite stressful for a lot of people. You know, kind of leading out of that, we had a couple of, uh, of years of uncertainty and we were in a state of flux as a nation. And that put a lot of strain on uh, small to medium businesses, um, you know, because we were all trying to navigate what Brexit meant and that just caused a lot of anguish uh, for loads of reasons both personal and professional and then just as we seem to start to be getting used to the idea of this kind of new world um, trading outside of the EU we then had to deal with the pandemic and then we came out of the pandemic and it's been energy crisis and Ukraine and all this other stuff as well. It's just been relentless. So I'm, I'm sure so many of you listening can can relate to what I'm going to be uh, talking about. And just before I, I dive in, if you're enjoying Tailoring Talk, if you're pleased to see me back, please take a moment to show your support by liking and subscribing. Um, it really, really helps uh, when you leave a review as well, because that's how people find the show. Um, if they don't know about it already. So, burnout. What are the signs? How do we conquer it? Um, So, symptoms, if you've ever felt like you're just running on empty day after day, like you're literally running on fumes, um, you know, maybe you're forgetting things a bit more than usual or you're finding it hard to concentrate on even the most simple tasks, those could be early warning signs of burnout knocking on your door. Another telltale sign is a persistent feeling of exhaustion. No matter how much sleep you get, it's it's like your energy tank has got a leak and you're really struggling to keep up with just about anything. A few more symptoms to watch out for is if you've experienced a growing sense of cynicism or detachment for your work uh, from your work. So for me, especially recently, just in the last couple of weeks. Any clients that are listening to this that have seen me um, through July and August, I apologise. But I've been feeling it. I'll put my hands up. Um, I have had days where I just cannot wait to get out of the way of people, get away from the workroom and just be home. Um, I have had days where I just don't want to deal with anybody. Um, It's been kind of the same for... Um, hobbies um, and you know kind of general relationships friendships that sort of thing it's it's like the spark has completely gone you've got no drive whatsoever you just can't put one foot in front of the other another uh, common symptom is feeling like no matter what you accomplish no matter you no matter what you achieve it's just never enough no matter how hard you try um, again, you know, we've come off the back of a best business year ever. We're having another great year, which I'm immensely grateful for. But I just, at this point in time, I can't appreciate it. I just, I'm so indifferent to it, which is not like me at all. Um, and again, talking to a few clients recently who, again, have been having similar success in whatever they, it is that they do. Um, and you say, congratulations, that's really amazing. And they're just like, so what? 
becoming irritable, impatient, anxious, more so than usual. These are all symptoms that you need to pay pay attention to. So let's not drown in despair. Let's uh, use this time together to equip ourselves with some strategies to face burnout head on. So tip number one, and I've got six of these that I've written down. Uh, So number one, set boundaries, like absolutely set boundaries like a pro. If you're scrolling through the episode list of Tailoring Talk, find the episode with Diana Alexandrova. She is an absolute pro at this. That is, if you're really finding it difficult to set boundaries, just listen to her. It's really easy to let work or obligations just creep into your personal time, but it is so important that you draw a line allocate specific times for work, for relaxation, for social activities, block things out in your diary um, and ring fence them. Like literally nothing can take precedence or creep into to those time blocks. A well-defined boundary is your secret weapon against burnout. Number two, prioritize self-care. If you remember the airline safety briefings, a lot of you hopefully have managed to get on a plane and get away and find some sun this summer. Um, They tell you to put your own oxygen mask on first before helping other people. If you don't do that, if you don't put your own oxygen mask on first, you're going to pass out and then you're not going to be able to help anyone. The same principle applies to life. You have to make self-care a non-negotiable part of your routine, whether it's practicing mindfulness, taking a walk outdoors, just dropping everything that you're doing and sitting in a corner with a good book. Just do whatever feeds your soul. Number three, connect with your support network. I have got a, um, a couple of my friends who I will always pick the phone up to and just share my feelings with and find out how they're doing and um, uh, you know get them to check in with me as well it's so important and obviously my wife my best friend you know we spend so much of our time together because we work together as well Um, but and, and we're not always perfect at it but we always try to make sure that you know if it's getting to a point where you know, we're kind of feeling a certain way, we're feeling really low that, you know, we tell each other. So have that support network, share your feelings with a trusted friend or a confidant, you know, because sometimes just a simple conversation just gives you relief, it can provide answers, it can give you a bit of breathing space, and it can also help to show you that things aren't that bad. And uh, also, if you need to, don't hesitate to seek professional help. That doesn't mean you need to see a psychologist or someone in person. There are loads of apps, uh, mindful apps, and also um, uh, online tools and things where you can get help, um, support services via telephone. Uh, But don't be afraid to get outside help if you need to. Um, Tip number four. This kind of goes back to tip number one, but practice the art of time management Organize your tasks, break them into smaller steps, and set achievable goals. This approach can help you to regain a sense of control and reduce the overwhelm that often accompanies burnout. Tip number five 
embrace the no as a complete sentence. So just say it with me. No. That doesn't mean you actually say that to someone, but you need to get comfortable saying it in your own mind, first of all. Another reference episode for you from the Tailoring Talk archives would be S.T. Rappaport, the brain engineer. Um, She is really, really hot on this topic. Um, Too many times we get requests and most of us are people pleasers. We're yes people. We don't want to be seen to be letting people down. And we say yes to more than we should. ST says, when you get a request, give yourself some space. It's a bit like boxers, you know, when when they're starting to get a bit contained in a fight, they try to create room for themselves so that they can kind of plan their next move. And it's exactly the same with this. So ST's tip is when someone asks you something, rather than answering straight away, say to yourself, let me think about that for a second. Because just saying that almost gives you that sort of physical step back and create space between you and the other person and just gives you a few moments to consider what's being asked of you and consider if it's something that you actually want to take on. Have you got the bandwidth to take it on? Is it worth your time? Is it something that's actually going to cost you, whether that's in money or profit or whether it's emotion or cost you physically? Um, But buy yourself time. It's okay to decline any additional commitments when you're feeling completely stretched. Your time, your energy are valuable resources. So buy yourself some time when you get a request. Don't answer straight away. Consider it. Consider if you have the bandwidth to take what's being asked of you on. And if the answer's no, then decline. There is absolutely nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Any reasonable person will understand that you can't say yes to everything. And if they take it the wrong way or if they don't understand or if they start to pressurise you, they are not the type of friend, client, uh, associate, whatever that you need to have around you or need to have in your life. Just like get rid of them Uh, because God knows I'm going through a process of that at the moment. And number six, my last one. Remember to find joy in small moments, like even the smallest moments. Engage in activities that bring you happiness, even if they're brief, whether it's dancing to your favourite song, savouring a delicious treat, or just taking a few minutes to breathe deeply. So some of the ways that I do this is during the day, um, across the road, we've got a great coffee shop in Tottenham Court Road, and when things get a little bit too much and I just need a little bit of space and I need to get away from everyone, I leave my phone behind and I cross the road and I order myself a, a small coffee and they have these amazing white chocolate macadamia nut and cranberry cookies and I'll just sit there with a little coffee and one of those cookies and I will just enjoy it for a bit and just try and forget about everything that's going on around me. Uh, another one are our dogs. Um, so one of my most favourite things to do every day when we can is to try and get home in the middle of the day uh, and then Caroline and I will take Emily and Bailey out and we'll just throw the ball for Bailey because it's like his favourite thing and just seeing them so happy to be hanging out with us and and playing their favourite games and just being on a walk with us um, brings so much joy to both of us Um, 
and uh, and also another thing that I do as well is uh, you know I like binge watching um, or doing a marathon of my favourite comedy shows like Brooklyn Ninety Nine or The American Office, and so very often, especially if I'm home at lunchtime. Um, I'll, you know, make whatever it is that I'm going to eat and then I'll just sit in front of Netflix or whatever and just watch a 20-minute episode of one of those comedies. Um, And again, just try and forget everything just for a little bit. Cycling, so exercise. Cycling for me, as you know, and for you guys and girls, whatever form of exercise floats your boat, whether it's running or, you know, dancing or boxing or whatever it is that you do. Uh, If things are getting too much, just drop what you're doing. There's nothing that any of us, unless we're heart surgeons, there's nothing that any of us are doing that is life-threatening or that, you know, is going to be desperately urgent for anyone. Just drop what you're doing, jump on your bike, get your trainers on, go for a little run, even if it's only 10 minutes. Um, you know, it can do you a world of good. So there you go. That's my little guide to recognising and addressing burnout. Again, it's something that I wanted to talk about because I've been experiencing a bit of it myself and I have seen it in a few of you, those of you who are my clients that I have seen recently and are listening to this. I've seen it in other people recently and it's not it's not fun to look at. You know, when you've got someone sat in front of you, you're talking to them and they are literally falling asleep in front of you. Like they look literally look like they're going to pass out. It's not fun. Um, and I don't like seeing it. So I just wanted to use this platform think I've already posted this as an article on, on our robertorivellondon.com uh, blog. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just wanted to kind of talk about that and hear about how you guys and girls deal with all of these symptoms yourselves, because uh, obviously I'm not the one with all the ideas. Um, you know, there are, I'm sure, loads of great ideas in our tailoring talk room. So when this episode is promoted on Instagram, if you're there, make comments, um, share your stories, write in to me, um, and anyone who writes in, I will, if you want me to, uh, read out what you have to share on a future episode. So there we go. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, Remember, it's okay to ask for help and make changes that prioritize your well-being, and uh, just keep an eye on yourself, keep an eye on your loved ones, your employees, your team members. And uh, if you start seeing any of these signs, just reach out your hand and um, just help pick the people up around you. Thank you so much for joining me. Remember, Tailoring Talk is on Instagram at Tailoring Talk Podcast. You can email the show at tailoringtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Please remember to like and subscribe and leave a review if your listening vessel allows. You've got some Bondathon episodes coming up because we're way behind. I've just finished editing A View to a Kill. It's quite a long one, but a very fun one. And that is coming up very, very soon. Um, we've already recorded both Daltons, so The Living Daylights and License to Kill will be coming up hot on the heels of A View to a Kill. So take care, be good to each other, and I'll see you on the next one.